podcast. Can you believe we have to do another one after this? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Look, we already missed one this I week mean, after being like, we we're not going to miss him again <laughs> because there is an error in the timekeeping and you're like, uh, we can do it in the week, but... Um, yeah, that was midnight. that was also my bad. But also, I wasn't going to force you to podcast when you felt like shit, Jackson. No, I know. We got to the week, and then you went, and then I was like, okay, midnight, time to podcast. And I was waiting there for two hours, and it was tough, too. Damn, in the I'm morning. so like, sorry that have, you didn't message. I have to I, go to bed. I forgot. Well, because I, I, I still thought I had it right. I was very sorry. <laughs> I didn't want to be rude and message earlier. I'm like, I don't want to message you now when I was the one who asked him. Anyway, the point is, this is how I was no, like, No, you should check with me, because I'm a dipshit. <laughs> I'm a fucking moron. <laughs> Who cannot um, add numbers together. Listen, we don't work on a base 12 system. I can't be held accountable. For- anyway, from now on, uh, the Amber score shall be switching to Swatch Internet Time to avoid these issues in the future. <laughs> uh, and that that's why... The- <laughs> that's why this episode is late. That's why this episode is late. Um, and that's why we've got to do another one after this, because the alternative is recording on, like, New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, I guess that is, like, the 29th next Saturday ish uh oh, 29th. yeah 29th. i mean we can you still can do it next week how if you want this is a great thing to go on the podcast <laughs> yeah hey listen if y'all want <laughs> you're the, you're the, the one editing not before <laughs> <laughs> uh wait the other complaint we got was that the other episodes were too short yeah here this you go standard. welcome to scheduling motherfuckers <laughs> motherfuckers this is what you get you this get is your buffer you get the raw content they love this this is this is gonna be the best but everybody's gonna be like can you guys please talk about that some more it was very funny when you were very mean to each other but yes that i like i don't know people can send an email if they want we got one um last week that we'll get to at the end of the show i suppose that's where the email segment goes traditionally and Hell yeah who are we to make changes to the formula <laughs> this is this is how podcasts work that's just how it be how podcasts work. the emails go at the end um but uh, so if you ever want us to talk about it, in fact anything this is the only podcast me and molly are on if you want molly and i's take on things just email them in here because we need to fill time yeah while... this is a, this album's a great time to ask us anything <laughs> next time we've got a novel to read so then we'll be busy yeah, we'll doing be very actual busy. content you um, can't ask me anything but... during that time <laughs> don't ask me for shit <laughs> don't, do not ask me for a thing we'll not be taking I'll questions be, i'll be reading a book and i won't be enjoying it <laughs> On, like, a few levels. <laughs> Peter David. <laughs> two authors on this thing. Two, it took two great minds to bring this to life. <laughs> so how have you been, Molly? How's your week been? Just uh, do a regular catch-up thing. What's going on? Yeah, hey. Um, it's been okay. I'm very busy with work. Work's been very busy. Did you know people really love to wait until uh, the day before they leave town to request to get a prescription refill? People love doing that. They do love doing that. They love I doing that. They love doing that. And uh, it it's just been happening a lot. I love the holidays. I I too enjoy the holidays. Christmas good. Christmas good? Question mark. <laughs> no. Definitely not stressful. No. And bad and emotionally draining. Yeah. No. Couldn't none be. none of those that could be. Uh. Yeah. How how are you? I'm okay. I'm tired. Um. I'm. You know, just a little stressing down today. Been doing, been trying to write the thing for the Patreon letter. I have still haven't done. Yeah. Um, it'll it'll get there. Listen, it's still do. the weekend. The, it's still the weekend. You know, I got time. I'm not worried about the time. Yeah. I'll get it done. But I'd rather just it be done. Then I don't. Have to, the good thing about when you've done something is you don't have to do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. 
Uh, it's my main reason for doing anything, is because then I don't have to do it. I'm, you just I'm stop free. thinking about it. You're like, fuck, thank God. I don't have to ever be anxious about my opinions on a video game ever again. Never, Wrong never once. <laughs> <laughs> Not like me at all. Oh, boy. Um, That's what I'm doing. I'm playing yeah. Hollow Knight, which is Hollow Knight's not, good this isn't the video fuck. game podcast, but I know you like Hollow Knight. So fucking that's love why I Hollow that Knight. Kicks ass. It's better than uh, the music of Coheed and Cambria. It's way, be- it's way better than the music of Coheed and Cambria. Um, the map guy basically just whistles the Luigi's Mansion theme, and that is great. <laughs> uh, I haven't heard the Luigi's Mansion theme, so luckily this doesn't infect me, but I'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> it gets through to you. Uh, I haven't played very much Luigi's Mansion, but that whistle sure stuck with me. <laughs> did it okay yeah so uh i guess one day you'll know maybe one day i'll know when maybe you guys do abnormal mapping luigi's mansion ah it's probably not gonna happen probably not it's not a very good game at this exact moment m is typing in the slack jackson it might happen <laughs> <laughs> i don't know why i just opened my slack this has nothing to do with your slack well no no i obviously mean in the yes, narrative of the episode yeah. as they live well, <laughs> listen i got I it i'm just making i'm just talking about how i opened slack <laughs> i said in this exact moment slack and you're like oh slack no don't yeah, worry i do that as well someone works. will say a thing and my brain will just do the thing like oh just, oh no you're you're making a i'm actually i'm actually i'm the dipshit here he's dipshit <laughs> i'm dipshit, dipshit, me. I'm dipshit. oh boy um uh, so so we've got a song to talk about we've got a song to talk about it's very it's very song <laughs> were you gonna say good were you yeah gonna i was say gonna good? say good but i didn't want to say very good before the song started well let's play the song fuck it through the power of editing <laughs> bam <laughs> This song is called Feathers. It's called Feathers. Um, I we, would say... Yes, oh, go what, ahead. What would you say? What would you say? I would say it's a good song, is what I was going to say. But I continue, Jackson, please. I, I would also say it's a good song. We've been waiting to do this one for a while. Um, before we get to the, the stuff, I suppose, because there's some stuff with this one. Oh, boy. Uh, I think it is a nice um, kind of slow-tempo pop song. Uh, reminds me of Blood Red Summer in a big way, in terms of yeah. the other work. Uh, and I, I like it a lot. I think it's a very good uh, pop song. Maybe a little too long because it goes on for four and a half minutes. So yes, definitely a little too long for the song for like the genre it's worth. It, it is very. It is a few seconds away from five full minutes. That's bonkers. I never thought it was that long. No, because it sounds um, like a three-minute pop song. Um, you would hope it was a three-minute pop. <laughs> but I, I like the chorus a lot. I think the um, uh, the, like the melody is really good. It doesn't feel like a filler song. Uh, it gets nope. from place to place well. I really enjoy the song. It is a competently done good rock song yeah absolutely you and i have talked about how this album features a lot of songs that are just like rehashes of older coheed and cambria songs yes um and if this one reminds us of blood red summer i think it at least stands out as its own thing a lot better than uh some of the other ones such as like no world or no world for tomorrow does yes uh, no world for tomorrow, no world for tomorrow is extremely secrets. just in keeping secrets and that's fine i enjoy it, both songs a lot yeah absolutely but it they like very clearly share like the same there's they're doing the same thing on both and i think at least feather stands by itself a bit 
a uh, little little more strongly. Definitely a bit more, but like I think it is clear that Cody and Cambria are at this point in the like period of their careers where they have the, this song, they have the this song, they have like all of their albums have the In Keeping Secret yeah. song. They they all have that song. They all have the slightly slower song. They all have the fast fake um, House Atlantic type song. Like they they, they have uh, song types that need to be hit on every album. Uh, and for the not hundred percent, but for the most part, they are these these areas are usually covered, uh, which just happens when you get a band that that um, you know that goes on for this long. Yeah, for sure. They got uh, they got the hits. They got they got the their hits hit singles. Redux. <laughs> they got the fan favorites. They got the hits. They got the long outro song that is slow. <laughs> the long slow outro song. Uh, they got the bad love ballad. Mandatory. Must have. Must have. Man, Ever since wake up, has have. to be there. D- is there one on this? Oh, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's coming up. But I wouldn't call it like a love track. I mean, there are two that like fit into the genre. But yeah, no, they're not. They're not. They're not, full they're not as there. Yeah, we're not. We're not at far levels. We're not at this, part uh, of the yeah, star levels. Th- on for this album, he's not on tour. <laughs> He's, he has not been on tour when writing this album. No, no we've just got Mother Superior coming up. Yeah. God. God. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the one I'm thinking of. I guess the Road and the Damned. Was that what you were thinking of? Those are the two. Those are the two slower songs in this album. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I, I guess Road and the Damned is a slow. Song. It's just a loud slow song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it's um, yeah. there's a lot of stuff coming up in this album. But I feel like. Um, uh, the first few tracks are all pretty good. Like this is good. The next song yeah, we're talking about is good. Uh, we're, we're kind of dunking on Mother Superior, but it's pretty good. It's I like we get, Mother Superior. It's a good track. It's when we get to Grave Makers and Gunslingers, the album starts to kind of fall apart a bit, uh, and it just continues to do that. Yeah, all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all the, it just keeps. I'll be interested to see how they got this album halfway up the hill and then just let it go. <laughs> they kind of did. They really kind of did. Because yeah, they, they really kind of did. They front load it with the good shit. Yeah, uh, we'll see um, how we feel as we get to the later ship. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my guess, not great. Not great. No, perhaps it's yeah. not like we've listened to this album a million times already and know exactly yeah, what we think no, about it. No, I've been listening to it. I've been listening to it a lot recently because uh, uh, it just keeps playing when I put on the song we're listening to for the week. Well, yeah, the same. You, you you press play and then you keep going, and it just keeps going. They the music just keeps coming out. <laughs> Out of the out of the device, it's crazy. <laughs> oh, the, the, these these machines they have these days, they can do anything. They can do. It's so it's so complicated. Um, let's let's talk let's, lyrical content. Should we let's do what go. we've been avoiding? Absolutely. So Molly, should I read? Uh, should I read the opening lyrics of Feather? Just so read. Everyone, yeah, just read so the whole first knows. verse. That's really all we got to do. The first verse and the first chorus. <clears throat> Here we go. <laughs> mm-hmm. History's made its mark in anger. As everybody knows, it's what we do. It's nothing new. The next chord struck a fault and failure, and we both know that finger points on cue. There's blame for two. Do you really want him calling, Nuo? Do you really think he's coming back to you? Oh, once the world stops spinning, read that writing on the wall. Is there another Nuo? Is their cushion just enough to break the fall? Oh, don't you cry. Just lie there, baby, in the past. Because if you want it all, right now, hide your feathers on the back porch, baby. He's coming home, for you've been such a liar. Hide your feathers, little back porch lady. You're too old enough to cry your sorry eyes out. You did not mishear Jackson. Jackson did just say, you're too old enough to cry your sorry eyes out.
there's just there's, there's, there, we needed two extra syllables in that line, okay? We needed two extra syllables, and you couldn't fill them. Anyway. Nothing else fit. It needed. To, you're too old enough to cry. It's not. Claudia, that's not the phrase. It's you're too old to cry your eyes. You're too cold. You just rewrite, just rework that chorus until it fits. Anyway, um, hey, f- hey, a familiar face is here. It's the Nuo song. Guess who's fucking back? Why? Okay, so we have on the record. Yes. That last album, Claudia said on the record, I regret putting Crossing the Frame on the album. She doesn't belong there. And so he was like, yo, you know what would be so sick on the next one? Uh, what if we brought Nuo back again? So, plot-wise, uh, this song is... We don't know how this is going to exactly figure into the story, um, but here's pretty much exactly what the song is about. The song is about Claudio going to see Nuo uh, and r- realizing that Nuo has been cheating on him, which he literally lived in a dump on another world for ten years that ain't cheating on you. <laughs> Such a, you left, my guy. You, you, you left. You can- <laughs> You are not there anymore, and she moved on with her life. She she is like an adult now, like a thirty year old. She's y'all okay? They were together in high school, and then Claudia was like, "What if I just leave this planet and don't talk to anybody literally for ten years?" Uh, and then uh, that's cool. Uh, and then he comes back and he's like, "Yo, what the fuck you've been doing? What you've been up to? It's been twelve years. My other wife died. Let's talk." Why is he like this? I don't. I don't know. I don't, right? Because he was trying to hook up with Ambulance. He just didn't because she died because of God. Yes. Yes, because God killed his wife. He. He would have fucked that. He would have tapped that. <laughs> if only I could have loved you, Claudia. Uh, so I go through the song, and I can't. I can't exactly tell uh, what the voice of this song is. Uh, I feel like it goes it's, back and forth. Some of it, I think, is from Claudio's perspective. Some of it is just from a narrator's perspective. Helpfully, also called Claudio, because the Emery War is very simple and easy to understand. Um, yeah. Um, so, part of this, again, this album was not written with the story in mind, right? Like, absolutely it, not. It cannot have been. Like, you, you put enough like words and names in something, and you could be like, yeah, it's gotta, you just gotta look really deep. But. Given the events of the last comic, we this can't be writer. It can't. It's impossible. It's not well, possible. I know it's about. I I meant specifically um, the. I think I know what the song's about, but sometimes I can't tell if it's like narration of uh, what Nuo is meant to be feeling, or oh, yeah, if yeah, it yeah, is yeah. Claudio's feelings on Nuo. So there's parts of it that come That's, across as like yeah. there's blame for two is one of the lines, and then there's like oh don't you cry, please don't cry, uh, and it feels like Claudio's uh, the character here is trying to be like magnanimous this is is the second verse it's like hear me scream outside your window i'm only here to make peace with you there's something new which comes across as yeah the song is like slut shaming nuo because that is what the song's about but then claudio shows up and is like i forgive you i forgive you for having a life while i was living in a trash dump on a different planet fucking my blue wife you are forgiven for your sins as if that's like a magnanimous (laughs) thing for claudio's character to do it's me i'm the hand of god and it's okay that you fucked other men while i was gone it is time for our favorite segment it is time to chart the evolution of claudia sanchez's misogyny <laughs> from 2001 to checks notes 2007 where are we at on the charts where are we so at the start we have literal 
um, gang rape and murder of the same character in the same span of one day. Uh, this character is abused and thrown away uh, just for edginess and effect. No empathy or interiority to it. We have a similar thing in Keeping Secrets. Um, in yeah, the, Al just murdering women. We have a little bit right. more, like a little bit more understanding comes in as like with them um, back into forever and just kind of sad breakup songs comes close to acknowledging in the lyrics that there's like humanity there, but never in the story. The story is like applied as a layer over that as a defense mechanism from ever getting too real. Uh, this is taken to its logical extreme in Good Apollo, uh, where it is all actually I have to murder my fictional wife levels of brain genius. Um, yeah and that's the entire like that is the, the the peak of that the whole thing is laid out i'm going to murder my fictional wife that's what that is about that the whole thing is about that anger that like male anger of being betrayed by your gf for daring to ever look at someone else because she didn't even cheat on him she just left she, uh, just, she was like i'm good actually she was just like you threw up on the lawn i'm out of here peace peace and then she checked on you to make sure you weren't, you know, dying. And then you killed her. So thanks for that. Uh, Great. And then after all that, we have this song where Claudia returns and goes, you are forgiven. I, <laughs> I have, I have become what? the bigger person now. And I'm like, no, yeah, They were you. right. All women are queens. <laughs> Don't cry, Nuo. All women are queens. <laughs> no crying. You're royalty, honey. Because I think that's what the song is about. And I think it's about Claudio coming home and Nuo being terrified and guilty and Claudio returning and being like, you don't have to cry. You are, my fictional <laughs> wife is dead. All women have paid the debt. <laughs> the debt of women has been Every repaid. Space, all space wives have been murdered, so. The universe's <laughs> wives are all dead. Every single one, gone. Balance has been restored. Uh, so it's okay. We've, we've made it. It's okay. We, it just took extinction. <laughs> I forgive um, you. <laughs> so, I, what's the the other? What is the point of this? Right? Like, is this supposed to be like, oh, Claudio only has one person left in this universe he cares about? Because uh, that can't be it. Because um, there's other people that he's got. He's still Chase and Sizer still around, uh, and he's friendly enough with them. Like. But they, I guess they know that, like, the universe is going to end. So he's like, I guess this is the only person left alive who doesn't know that I'm going to kill everyone. Uh, oh, I, well. I take this as, like, him going to Nuo. I mean, so this is this is me projecting. This is my fanfic. It's in my version of the story where yeah. it is the closest to good as possible, right? Um, I don't think this is necessarily what the lyrics are representing, but this is, here you go. Uh, All right, I'm ready for the fanfic. Let's do this. So, uh, Claudio has raised his army. Um he is ready. All he has to do now is take the fight to Wilhelm Ryan and fight God and blah, 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 and the universe, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so before doing that, he obviously has to go home to his high school girlfriend, who he treated like shit, and apologize and like settle things on a personal level before he can like claim to pass judgment on the universe. I don't think that's what the song's about, but narratively, if I'm being handed these and asked to like construct a story out of it, that's what happened. That is the thing that happens here. He must go apologize to Noah. He must make right his own personal wrongs before he can become the person who like is the judge of all life on a, on in space. You know. Um, uh, yeah, he's he's got to clear his own sins. Yeah, and I think there's a little bit of that here, but it's all focused on Nuo's guilt and then like praising yeah. Claudio for being above it. So I actually like if, if it is that, it's the worst framed version of it possible. 
but I think if you ask me how should this story go, I think the, the army is raised. He must see Nua one more time to uh, undo the wrong he has done before he can go and fight the battles. That is, uh, and do you have a different take? Do you have a different? Um, not really. That sounds that sounds like the best way to do it. I don't have like a better fanfic than that. Mm-hmm. I do want to talk about the bridge here. Uh, no other could wait for a lover to embrace boy. When there's no more room for love, you'll sell her off to the sharks. Yeah, I don't know what that's up with that. Um, it's it's still extremely like yeah. I don't think anybody else would have waited for you to fuck. So I'm doing my own thing now. Uh, this is this is Nuo being like, uh, yeah, you left, bud. I I had to go fuck someone else. Yeah, like you weren't here anymore. Because obviously she's like, no one's like not gonna wait. I'm I'm gonna. I'm not going to wait a full decade for you to return from the bin planet. Because in theory, she's a real person who moved on with her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of the song, why is she crying? Like, I'm, I mean, the implication I, from this line is like, when there's no more room for love, you're still off for the sharks, right? Like, there's, there's two ways that can go. One, it's saying that uh, Claudia will abandon everyone when he's got what he wants. But I don't yeah. think that's what it's doing from the rest of the song, because I think that would be no. too mean to, like, it would never criticize Claudia in that way. So I think it's what sure. it, I think what it is saying is that when Claudio leaves, uh, I've had to go with the bad men. You don't understand. They've all been so horrible to me, but I needed to. I think that's what this is doing. Oh God! I think I think that's what it is. That he left, and then she had to go Fuck. to the sharks. Shit! <laughs> God damn it! You don't understand. When you leave, she could be fucking anyone. She could be fucking anybody. Even the sharks. Yeah, it's not like she could be a human being with her own needs and relationships. It's not like good men exist except me, the good man, who had just met his fictional wife. (laughs) And also, uh, just like a side note, like, Claudio, you weren't that great to begin with, bud. Look, they made out at school that one time and then he went home. (laughs) He was late home because he was just getting his smooch on. Yeah, I don't even... He was out very late doing a kiss. I don't even think they fucked. No, I don't think they did either. I don't think they did either. I don't think they fucked. Fucking dumbass. Is Claudio a virgin? Yes or no? Uh, Is is fictional Claudio a virgin? Yes or no? Fictional Claudio is absolutely a virgin. The thing is, this is... absolutely. Has to be, right? 100% true. But now he's, like, full of Volsal power. (laughs) (laughs) Only through the power of never fucking am I able to become the crow. I mean, he's like the chosen one Jesus figure... Claudio has never fucked. That's what that crowing scream is. I think Vax is, is the fucking um, Da Vinci Code of um, <laughs> uh, the Emery Wars, as they find out that uh, Claudio actually fucked and has an heir. <laughs> like, oh! <laughs> ah, that's the Holy Grail, I see. <laughs> the Holy Grail is uh, that he did actually fuck the blue wife, and there's like a half-blue child hanging around somewhere. Oh, uh, I hope Vaxus is half-blue. <laughs> That whip ass <laughs> doesn't have wings though. Yeah, no wings, half, half blue. blue. Everyone's like, dude, why are you blue? We've all forgotten the other law. We've got new law now. <laughs> There's only humans in this universe. What's going on? Um, you said you had some information from Reddit, which I'm always oh. for. Um, I it's it's very much like what uh, what we were talking about. So uh, I w- I was looking up. Uh, shit on reddit because that's listen you can do anything uh, with your free time um, 
Uh, you can indeed do anything with your free time. It's a, it's a weekend. I don't have to do shit. So um, there is like uh, they did a thing where it's like song of the day. Here's a song review. Uh, here's us talking about it. Uh, and this person uh, says, so clearly this involves Nuo in some way. Um, and Sherlock the next Holmes line here. is, yeah, fucking internet fucking detective. Um, she's lied to her man and she needs to clean up her act before he finds out when he gets home. What? I, that, I, that, Where are you coming from? Like, that's clearly what's being said in the song, but... I think you will find have... that yes. on Reddit, people are sexist. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> I think you'll find that this man just thinks that she really has uh, betrayed Claudio by hooking up with Steve one time because she was lonely. Um, so, an interpretation of the comments this thread... Uh, I think I've played out this part of the story a little differently than others. Just from what I've seen, the last couple of days, I believe at least as a flashback or something, this and the next two songs are Claudio coming home to make his peace with the only person he has left. Uh, the girl uh, he left behind to keep safe. That's okay, sure. Um, I think that is the fairest possible interpretation you can give it if yeah. you're trying to be nice. If you're trying to be like, yeah, these albums make sense, then that's probably what it is. Yes. Um, but I... They, this person also gets into like some stuff about the writer, and I think this was uh, like written before because it's a fucking Reddit post. I don't know when it was before written. it was confirmed that there was no writer. Yeah, in... before there was no writer at the end of the the last yeah. album. Um, yeah. Okay. So hit me. Uh, oh no, it's just the realization of similarities he wrote between Ambelina and Nuo, coupled with the disruption he created by interfering in the story, uh, has caused the two essentially become one. Uh, now, proof on that is slim is wait wait wait, wait 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 so wait 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 wait. They're comparing. <laughs> Yeah, they're comparing Ambelina and Nuo now and saying, like, wait, wait, I made two perfect women. Fuck, I have to kill the other. This is incredible. This guy is operating on another level of, like, hating Karen and Karen than we are. Because he's, like, (laughs) seen the truth and he has looked away and tried to, like, uh, rectify it, like, make it make sense with the the existing uh, law. He's trying to fix it and he can't. It's, It's breaking his mind. The weight of it is crushing him. Uh, now my proof on that is slim and stretching it at best, but the emphasis on feathers, wings maybe, makes me think this has something to do with the prize. Yes, 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 I love it, I love it so much. <laughs> uh, but Amblin is dead, only one is left to take Erica's symbolic position, assuming we've left the writer's universe for good, now this has to focus on Claudio and Duo. Uh, Claudio's lost love twice now first in leaving Duo and then losing Ambelina. but now the two are one and the same and Duo is involved with the prize uh, as perhaps one of them, yo, Whoa. Uh, yeah, this guy's on some next level shit. This guy's thinking Nuo's a prize? Yeah. Uh, That's he's saying incredible. that is gonna become a prize. That kind of kicks ass, that whips. Um, Nuo's gonna become like the space wife. Than... Yeah, yeah no. she is the space wife. Unkillable. That's the, see, that's the superpower is that he was the, she's the high school sweetheart. Unkillable, even if she becomes a prize. Save Chile to save the world. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There it is. <laughs> we figured it out. <laughs> we have deciphered. I'm oh, doing, I'm doing the Sherlock uh, <laughs> Mind Palace thing. <laughs> <laughs> All these words popping up around here. <laughs> Please tell me what you said. Along. Suddenly the entirety of season one of Heroes crashes into my brain. <laughs> As Feathers starts playing. Um, so yeah... Um, other other stuff in here. Um, 
Uh, there's not really much else. Death of the Prize fucking loses love a final time with the burning of Star 4. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, we know. He's going to kill everybody. He's going to kill everyone. Um, do we yeah. have anything more for the song? I think we covered the whole, the whole deal. We have to talk about the music video. Shit! <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. Oh, we if you totally watched one do. music video this week... We totally have to talk about the music video, don't we? If you watch one music video this week, please make it Coheed and Cambria's Feathers, because, uh, and also maybe you don't need to wear pants for this one. <laughs> um, so go on, tell me, Okay. could you just give me a summary so of let's, the music let's, video? I, I've watched it today, um, uh, because I knew we were doing this song and I needed to refresh my memory. <laughs> I watched um, it today because I'd like, uh, I knew we were recording podcast, a podcast. I knew we were recording a podcast today. <laughs> fucking genius over here yeah listen uh we uh we watched we watched this this music video and it opens with like a very pretty lady um it's black and white uh she is serving pancakes to her family and they're all eating um everybody's happy um and then she goes back to the kitchen and brings out like one half of a tiny sausage and then cuts it up for everybody it's like what the fuck what the fuck is this i can't need more meat in my diet I can't just eat one bite of sausage. And she's like, oh, you're right. I'll, I'll get better meat tonight. Don't worry. Um, and the, all the, the two young boys and the, and the husband leave for the day. Um, and she goes upstairs. And, so bef- hang on. Uh, before we even get to this stuff, it's already okay. about an incredibly ludicrously hot wife being like, "I'll get better meat for you, husband." <laughs> like it's yes, already it, on some on some shit. It's already on that level. Where yeah, do we go from here? Extremely on some shit. <laughs> so uh, from here, we go up to the attic um, where there are three people tied up. It is the members of Coheed and Cambria, um, and. Uh, they're they're chained up to the wall, and the lady takes off all her clothes to reveal she's been wearing sexy lingerie underneath the whole time. Uh huh. Um, and then she like is gonna. I don't listen. She's just like doing horny shit to Travis Seaver. Like, congrats, I guess, Trav, you did it. You got. It. Um, but then the doorbell rings, and she goes downstairs, and it's Claudio, the mailman. Um, and he and he gives her a box, and it's got a hammer in it. And then she, like, uh, tricks him into coming inside and then nails him with the hammer. And then she cooks him. Uh, She turns him into meat. She puts him in a meat machine. Yeah, and he, like, sings out of it. There's also a part where she is force-feeding the members of Coheed and Cambria lard. That is something that happens in the music video. That does happen. Mm -hmm. That does happen. It's... And also, like to be clear, she's got like a full face of makeup. She's got, like, her whole fucking situation going on. She's wearing heels. Like, it is... It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. They are. Do- it's all in black and white, and in this like, it's very clearly extremely two thousand and seven fake grindhouse music video, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, so she puts like Claudio yeah. through the fucking meat machine. Um, not before we see his like disembodied head just be like, "Please don't eat me," and then she fucking puts him through the grinder. Yeah, she said. He says, "Please don't eat me," as if you couldn't understand the plot of this music video. Yeah, I don't know if you. Hey. Guys, do you get it? I don't know if you understood. This is really what deep. Was going on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So and then like the so yeah the he gets grinded up into meat and then like we cut back to 
the kids and husband coming home and when they walk inside there's a huge fucking feast in the uh, kitchen waiting for them there's just a bunch of different meats laying out and they're all like oh yay food um and then everybody eats claudio sanchez and then the dad pulls out a really 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 long hair out of his mouth uh because you know that's claudio's one trademark <laughs> uh, when i eat claudio meat, I know there's hair in there <laughs> there's there's got to be hair in it um it's very gross uh for that exact spot it's real gross um, there's like the kid eating like a hamburger and it's like five patties. It's like, man. Uh, so yeah, that's, um, that's, that's the music video for Feather. She does ask at the end, like, oh, tasty. And everyone's like, oh yeah, it's great. Thanks mom. Uh, anytime there's weird, awkward people. talking in this era of music videos, it's always incredibly funny. It's extremely, it's extremely funny. Um, it's so it's- much, it's so much. And also, like, the song is just playing behind it. Like, it's... Well, it's a music song's like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just... It, it's surreal in a way where it's just, like, this uh, kind of... It is a slower pop song, but it's upbeat. And just, like, some lady just doing a murder. Doing and then eating people. Sexy, sexy murders. Doing just the hottest murders. Uh, yeah. It's, um... It's a whole thing. I... It, it is... Uh... I, I don't know if the worst video. There's some stuff in that Favorite House Atlantic video that is not okay. Um, yeah. But, uh, accent that shit. Uh, this is unacceptable. This is, this is no, no, this is the worst one aside from that. I'm fairly Put sure. Put your dick away. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And stop grinding up your dick. <laughs> stop it. Um, but it's not. So, right, it's not that it's horny, because it's a music video from the mid-2000s. That happens. It happens all the time. It's that you're so bad at it. <laughs> yeah, they're not... God. It's it, it's like watching, you know, it's like watching your dad or something. Like, it's like, no. <laughs> it's like when you're God. watching Doctor Who and your dad's like, oh, I like that one. And you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Like, Dad, stop it. Stop it. This is worse than the song where you put your phone sex in the lyrics. Guys, calm down. Got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's, that is that song. Um, and that music video. Uh, I, I implore you, watch it exactly one time. Just once. <laughs> yeah, and then you can it's, just live with us something. on this, this train of being like... Bah, bah, uh. Yeah, yeah. I mm, don't got much to say about it now. Yeah, but I guess we have to write that, the song. Uh oh, yeah. This is this is like an eight. It's an eight. Yeah, it is an eight. Good, it's a good, good song. song. I really like feathers. I've been listening to it a lot. I do too. It's, it's a, a great jam. song. Good track. Ignore all it's the other stuff the about few, it. It's one of the few Coed and Cambry songs that like stays on my playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I do a lot of rotating uh, for them. But Feathers is usually pretty good. Feathers is always up in there. Same with, like, Favor House and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I miss Favor House. I miss Favor House. Favor House is great. Favor House is, like, a career-defining song in how good it is. And then they didn't really do one ever that good again. Uh, it's not even yeah, my favorite song it, well, from that album. I didn't want to do it. But just in terms of, like, hit singles, they could have done I mean, hey, tease for next week. They're about to try to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Whether they succeed is up to you. 
This is yeah, truly, it is a. Uh, thank you very much for listening, Molly. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me um, on Twitter at your friend Molly with a Y E R. You can find me at audioentropy.com. You can find me at patreon.com slash Molly Reinbeck. Oh, yes, you can find me at Twitter at Headfuls Off. You can find the other podcasts we do at uh, patreon.com slash normapping and at normapping.com. Um, you go to Patreon if you want to give us money. Please give us money. Oh, God. Yeah, I'm very poor. Yeah, give, give us money. Both of us. Yes, give, yes. Uh, I. Look. I kind of fucked up this plug. Not going to lie. That's the Abnormal Patreon. Molly has her own Patreon. You should support both. We're both good. Pay us both. <laughs> Fuck's sake. What you said, but nicer. <laughs> Molly, shit. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Oh, no. Shit. Oh shit! We we fucked up big time. We shit. messed it up. We, we, we messed goofed it, up. it. We completely forgot we had an email today. This is how good we are at podcasts. Well, listen, email is not something that has ever come up in the previous thirty nine episodes of this podcast. So it has been like half an hour. Um, and then yeah. we finished the episode, and then we talked about Kingdom Hearts for twenty minutes. Yeah, no, we talked about Kingdom Hearts. Talked about Nier. We talked about timelines in video games <laughs> and why they're so fucking confusing. Yeah. Um. And then I went, shit, we forgot to do the email. Burn the Zelda encyclopedia. It doesn't deserve a timeline. Uh, more like the Hyrule Hisboria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, have a, we have a question from Ashling here um, who asks, Hi, Jackson. Hi, Molly. Question to help, fill you, help you fill in some space in an app. This ended up being fairly long. This is, this is a beefy app, yeah. Beefy app. Uh, you've talked a lot about Kohi lyrics that make no sense. We sure have. Or are cheesy or downright shitty. But what do you think is the most poetic lyric Claudio has written? Up to you if you want to restrict the answer to only songs you've covered so far in the co- podcast. Uh, we, no, no restrictions. No restrictions. Anything goes. Huh. What are the best Claudio lyrics? What are the best Claudio lyrics? <laughs> This is going to own us, as we say. Do they even exist? Um, my answer I'm, I'm is... I'm trying to think, because it's got to be in, like, Afterman era. <laughs> uh, my answer is still back into forever. Um, oh, sure. I think that that song is um, not, like, the greatest song ever written or anything. It's not, like, deep insights or incredible poetry. Uh, but I think that there's a certain... Um, earnest emo-ness that comes across in a lot of In Keeping Secrets lyrics that are mostly okay. I think uh, Favorite House Atlantic has has good lyrics as well. Um, Because, like, uh, Back in a Forever has all the stuff... um, Where is it? Where is it? Uh, Had the stuff that's, like... um, uh, at the end of my day, I found out you weren't worth what I thought of you, what I thought of you. Uh, but this isn't love, so forever let it go, forever let it burn. On the back end of forever, I wish I would never hurt again. I wish I would never hurt her. And it's the, again, I always bring this up as the closest that Claudio comes to some kind of like earnest acknowledgement, but actually he's just a sad boy who doesn't want to hurt, and that's what this is all about. Um, and it's not that you have to murder your wife, he just is sad. Uh, I think that's the that's good stuff. I think that the stuff in Favor House Atlantic, I think that whenever they just sing a fairly generic but um like 
relatable line it comes across well like you know because i wish i never heard again is not a unique poetic phrase but it is um singable enough and understandable enough that you can like jam along to it same with uh, when he's doing bye bye beautiful again very obvious yeah, lines don't bother to write yeah very cliche but they, they they get the job done better than like oh, there's a reason know. they're cliche right like <laughs> yeah that's the best we can hope for as, as opposed to like oh god i can't think of i can never think of any like really awkward coherent lyrics off the top of my head because they're just word salad i fed the clues of a lost day killed in motion but i thought of it so like there's no other way it could have been done yeah what, what does that mean that claudio it, what does that mean it doesn't it's just a bunch of words he put together Okay, I tried my best to fill. Do you have an answer? Um, I have mostly just come up with like the lyric that gets uh, stuck in my head most often. That's fair. Uh, which is not really the same thing, but it has like a um, just like the the cadence of the "Why would you deny me answers if I'm just a boy on the brink of being uh, horror and hell through its fires?" Be brutally honest. Was it better before me? Um, which I guess is also like, listen, <laughs> just listen. Did I? Is, did you like that, that other guy better? That's is in that um, Willingwell. That's Willingwell too. I was gonna say, it's like, is that something keeps stuck in your head? That's that never yeah. gets stuck in my head. I'm interested. Oh in yeah, that's, that that's or cool. that's Willingwell one. Excuse me. That that you very know. specific part. I understand, um, I know the song, and I'm like, yeah, that, that is good. I just never think of it. Yeah, uh, and then it's just uh, be brutally honest. Was it better before me? The curve of your body. Uh, that I, I, I like that part a lot. It's it's very good. Um, mm-hmm. I also like the intro to or the uh, first verse of Time Consumer. Um, uh, how does that go? Let me. Uh, now I have to look up lyrics. I know. Once you introduce fact checking into the podcast, it all goes dead. Um, librarian, find me the pole, the one that kicks your head. <laughs> it is a good line. It's a great line. Um, it makes you think this is going to be some kick-ass shit. Yeah, the young stale Coming memories of the play the role to your part. Librarian, find me the pole, the one that kicks your head in. Um. Mm-hmm. With my own time, roll your own innocence by. Grab onto my sleeve, the one that grabs at your ankle. Uh, which, it's better than a lot of Coheed lyrics in terms of being something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that one a lot. I just really like Time Consumer, frankly. Honestly. Time Consumer is a good song. Yeah. Time Consumer is good great. Good night. Uh, I mean, like, I really like um, the end of uh, Everything Evil. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, that that kicks ass. Uh, uh, again, once you before when you don't realize what it's about, it's much better. Yes, uh, but it's very similar. Like um, you know, uh, stay until Wednesday and write me a child like letter pretending, and we're here at Thursday. Let's make this our last day at home by the fans. Would you run? Would you run? you run down past? Yeah, it's very good. FBI. <laughs> she screamed Claudia oh dear Claudia oh I wish god damn it we'll make it if you believe FBI FBI I mean I think it's really funny the FBI thing but it also speaks a lot to um the importance of your songs being about something yeah um like this is not complicated or deep writing right but a random guy screaming fbi is a very easy shorthand like everyone knows what that means i've seen a movie before i know what a guy screaming fbi means <laughs> i know what it means like i understand that. i don't know anything about the coherent and Canberra universe because it's made up nonsense it's, it's not 
they don't have it like well built the context enough for me to really understand uh what things mean when they say oh the price have done a thing and i'm like i don't know who that is or what that is or why i should care yeah. uh whereas uh, a girl being like um let's we can do it we can we can run away from this town as a, like a policeman is screaming like that is very simple but effective songwriting many better songs have been written with the same idea yeah <laughs> um uh similar good songs uh god sense conspirator uh i think is very good for that mm-hmm. um Dear Mariah, well, the world's not big enough for the both of us when we live in the subtown. Fight on fire, burn my hands till I got nothing left to count my numbers on. Again, uh, it sounds pretty good. Turns yeah, out it's it about her getting good. mugged. It turns out it's another battle a woman murder again. But you know what? Again. Whips. Uh, similarly, in the same vein, 2113. 2113 is pretty good. A song with great that. fucking lyrics. Uh, especially mean, the, is- when I fall asleep, your face is all I see. Uh, dear mama I love I fall asleep your face is all I dream I love that part I love that shit um, again also about the murder of the same woman we were talking about before so yeah I mean know. all we've just we've just yes all Claudio of these at his most poetic when he's killing a woman <laughs> D- nothing is as beautiful I mean that's, he's not alone with this <laughs> yeah like, this is this You're is not wrong he's not as I'm not going to say Claudio is the only like songwriter slash poet to be like. There's nothing as profound as the body of a broken woman. Uh, there's a cultural history there. Yeah, there's this. You got a whole situation. <laughs> you got a whole situation going on over yeah, there. That's a lot. That that is a lot. But that is um that's our answer to the email. We did it. We can we end the it. podcast. Yeah, here's here's the extra filth, the time filled, where we just talk about Coheed and Cambria songs we like. I wish, God damn it, we'll, we'll make, make it, it if you, you believe. FBI. FBI.